Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. I'm sorry we are a day late and a dollar short. We'll be back on YouTube next week. Uh, I had a 20-year high school reunion in my backyard on the east end of Long Island. And I saw a bunch of people that I hadn't really seen or talked to. Uh, many of them for like 20 years. And I thought it would be fun to do the episode with a comedian, a friend of mine, Annie Letterman, because I wanted an outsider's view. Annie came to my home. She stayed there. And she observed and she mixed. We had high school friends. We had Anna Hashin and Dasha Nekrasova from the Red Scare podcast. Love him. Dr. Drew Pinsky and his lovely wife. Love him. Kat Timp from Fox News. Love her. Uh, Louis C.K. Love him. Two of the women here, just to give you an idea of the type of people here, <laughs> two of the women, two separate women at my party had one eye. So together they had the right amount of eyes. Two separate women person. at my Long Island homemade high school reunion had one eye. My friend Ed's wife had a virus, doesn't have an eye, walks around with a big patch. We love her. It was a thick patch. It though. was a thick patch. Don't hide. She she leans into it, it and was, I love it. It was a cushy patch. It she was had like a, a memory cu- foam. It's like a it's like a beer koozie <laughs> yeah. on her face, which I like. And my friend Rob's wife also has one eye, um, and one of her eyes is just dead in her head. So the two women, one eye each. <laughs> That was the type of party we had. Any, what were your thoughts, feelings? Because you said something interesting. You said that I had, you know, people from the past here. And you said you feel... You're, I was just saying, you're gonna, it's going to take you a while to like come down from this. This was a this was a weird thing you just did. You just had your own high school reunion at your house, in your own space. All these people you haven't seen. And people were acting crazy. I mean, there were people that were like, I just can see what they were. Like, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you were in high school. There, I mean, the guy with no sleeves that was wasted. The only guy that brought a child was the most hammered. <laughs> he was in the pool. He was having a good clothes, time. Blacked out immediately. Like, I think he came drunk. I think the daughter drove him, honestly. He, Possible. And then there was the girl with the missing tooth, but that wasn't his wife? No, that was a friend of ours who came in like a ball gown. <laughs> you know, it's Long Island. It's hot. It's 90 degrees. She walked in in a ball gown. She has a, a big tooth missing. And I yeah. said, how are you? And she said, I'm a civil servant. And it, was, was and it whistled. She, it whistled a little when she yeah. said it. The first thing she said, I said, I said, good, I, you know, cool. She goes, I'm a civil servant. And I go, what do you do? She goes, I work with retarded children. <laughs> that was the term she used. She goes, I work with retarded children. And I go, good. I don't even, I didn't even, fo- I didn't do a follow-up. Yeah. I thought But that- it's good to see everyone. <laughs> I thought they were a couple, and I was sure they would have been prom king and queen. I was nominated for homecoming king. Were you? The guy who won was here, Danny. Now, were you out in high no, school? Of no, of course not. I'm not out now. 
Oh. I'm not out now. It's true. I saw I'm not Tim out was, to Putin. Tim was kissing a lot of ladies at this party. That was what was crazy. I always should have had a fat wife that I cheated on. <laughs> no, it is interesting to see what could have happened. But there was a guy that I was hanging out with who came, who's a Long Island good-looking person. Very good-looking, I think. Yes, that guy was very good-looking. He's a good-looking yeah. person. Tall. And very smart. Yeah. And doing real estate because it's a job for smart people. It is. Real estate is a job for smart Do you think you can remember how many bedrooms are in a house? <laughs> That's not easy. Square footage is hard. That's difficult. There's some math. You know, I grew up in an area where people tend to have a feeling of superiority for no reason. Those people did? They do. Okay. They feel, like Long Island people feel, we feel, that we're better than other people because we have good breakfast sandwiches. The sandwich was good. I did have a good breakfast sandwich. Yeah, but... I would say I had a lovely time at the party. Everyone was great. It was a fun time. It just was... Dr. Drew and his wife oh, loved it. They were great. I was sad when they left. I was devastated when they left. I love Dr. Drew and his wife. I was getting... I pushed Louis C.K. out of the way. And I, I don't Louis care. To the you know, ground. listen. You know, I've joked around about Dr. Drew and stand-up as a great bit about it. Did everyone on Celebrity Rehab get all the help they needed? <laughs> I mean, probably not. They got the exposure they needed. But... Right. That was their second chance. Yes. You know? Was it great to point cameras at Tom Sizemore and Heidi Fleiss? Was that the best move? <laughs> Did Jeff Conaway really need uh, a credit? <laughs> no. But you do, you know, this business is vicious. Yeah. And you got to do what you got to do. It did wonders for Corey Haim. Is it, which one is that? The dead one. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's R.I.P. He was, the, he was the good one. Let's not get kicked off this. I mean, that's the last thing I have. I mean, we're going to be back up on YouTube soon. I know everybody's angry, but the reality is I paid for Blue Check on Twitter. How long ago? 13 days ago, 14 days ago. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. I don't have a Blue Check on Twitter. We cannot upload the show to Twitter. Elon's on threads now. He doesn't even pay attention. I threads. I mean, I'm trying to get people to follow me on threads. I'm 38 years old. When does it end? <laughs> it's really disgusting. You know, Anna Hasha made a good point. She goes, you have too much money to be on threads. Like, just <laughs> give up. Stop. I'm like, that's kind of a decent point. Like, yeah. when does it end? Like, I is... don't have enough. Follow me on threads. Yeah, follow Annie on threads. I need a... What is threads? Is threads is like is Twitter for people that don't know about politics, so that's kind of refreshing. But you realize like how inane and meaningless the thoughts of influencers are. They don't have thoughts. They're 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 threading or whatever the fuck you call it. They're like I'm eating dinner now. They're not jokes. They're not observations. They're just telling you what they're doing minute to minute throughout the day, and none of it's interesting. Threads is the exact same thing as Twitter. I mean, there's not really... It's going to turn into the same thing. Perhaps, but I, I don't know. I think the people that are on Threads don't have critical thoughts about the world. <laughs> I, I don't think they're trying to, which is, I guess, nice in a way because Twitter is, you know, a hellscape of people fighting, but what else should it be? Threads is almost weirder. It's almost more natural people on Twitter like fighting and calling each other groomers and Nazis and you go on threads and it's like people are tweeting like the craziest shit is everyone's Twitter though the same as mine it's just trans people and then anti-trans people that's I have all it is. I have absolutely nothing else on my Twitter it's, that's I see pretty nothing much else. what it is that's all it is 
My friend, by the way, my friend's wife, who came to the house when we first bought it and took a bunch of photos, <laughs> I don't know why, but God bless her, she's now sending collages of what the house used to look like and what it looks like now. But it's she didn't do any of the fixing of the house. That well, she didn't so do weird. any of the fixing, but like she's just sending collages. Uh, like that's how much time she has. Yeah, on her hand, and it's like just cheat on your husband, <laughs> just cheat. Have enough. She's sending collages to me of the hallway. But why looking- is she? I I find it unacceptable to be taking pictures inside someone else's house, especially a public figure. You're not allowed to just. Take I'm, pictures I wouldn't call myself a public figure. You are a I civil think- servant of sorts. Yes, I'm a civil. servant. <laughs> I think she was just kind of like, she's trying to do a nice thing, which is nice. It just shows you on Long Island people, and she's got a kid, so she's got a little bit of time, I guess. I look at it like, I see people like, and and they everyone was lovely, but it does seem like you are an opportunity for them. So this was a big One guy started asking me if I could help him with a show he wants to get on Netflix. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. He goes, I know you have a thing at Netflix. I'm like, oh, I don't have a thing. I have a comedy special that they paid me no money for to license. <laughs> I, I barely made any money. I, I paid to shoot it myself. Yeah. They licensed it. I got the same deal that all my buddies got. Yeah. That's it. There's no What thi- was, did you ask him? What was the pitch? It's like, it's like a power. It's oh, like okay. that show. But for Long Island guys? I don't know what it is, but it's a show. And he's like, Netflix was interested, but since they have Top Boy. It's power for white guys. It's called White no, Power. No, it was a black guy that asked me. Oh, okay. It was the one black guy at the party. I did see it was, one. It was a I was great guy. I was like, where did this happen? He came He's late. He's a great guy. He well, did we come did late. Go, the, our, listen, the school we went to was diverse. Everyone had equal opportunity to come. It was posted on a Facebook group. Not by me, by somebody else. I thought it you did. Like, when you said that yesterday, I was like, why would you post it on? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. No, somebody posted okay. it on a Facebook group. Okay. And the people that wanted to come, we gave them the address, and then one, and one black guy came. <laughs> but everybody was invited. It was not a situation where I'm like, let's pick a black guy. It was like, it's on a Facebook group. If you want to come, you can come. Yeah. And he came, and I was like, he's a fucking awesome dude. And then he cornered me because we had a Carvel truck, and he's like, what do you think about, you know, going over to Netflix and talking to them because we're doing, because he goes, you know, 50 cents a bully, and we brought it to 50, but 50. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) don't even know what's... I'm, we're all just trying to get fucking ice cream yeah. cones. We're trying to get a brown bonnet here. I don't know what's happening. Like, I think he thought that I had, like, a connection at Netflix where I could go, hey, you know, my buddy. Well, you, I think you were an opportunity. I'm sure there were a lot more, like, folded up pieces of paper in people's pockets that they wanted to bring to you, but they didn't have the balls. I mean, I have a podcast. What are they, I can't do anything. Yeah, what, are they, they crazy? they don't have podcasts. Do they want to I mean? go on Joe Rogan? I mean, maybe. Do you think that fat chick with the tooth missing wants oh to go on Joe God. Rogan? <laughs> What's she wrong with gem. your mouth, man? Also, your mouth is weird. <laughs> the sprinkle kept going off, and she was just right in it. There was just sprinkling right on her. She's a good woman. She's a hearty woman. You know, in high school, sometimes that is the the best it is sometimes for people. She was a popular girl there, and it was fun, and you know... I think a lot, she was crying a lot at the end of high school because I think she knew that, like, this was a really good time and that it was ending. Yeah. There are certain people you'll see on graduation oh, and that it's are the end. a little it's too upset. It. And it's kind of because they know that whatever's coming next is, you know. It's downhill. They peaked. Yeah. or, or just, Was she missing the tooth then? 
I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know what happened. It's got to be probably not cheap to, to replace a tooth. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be classist. But it's probably not cheap to replace a tooth. It doesn't it's, cost much to lose it, though. It's probably a good idea to replace a tooth. But I was happy. Everybody had a good time. We're, there's another reunion that we're having in October, but I'll be on the road and... They're doing like a bar crawl. It would be which crazy no to see of. everyone again in October. No, I will You're never gonna, see. You're gonna. You need at I least never, ten years, or maybe see never any again. Any of these people again. It was cute. I, I, I will liked see one or it. two of them again. You did like a nice thing for your high school friends. Like everyone was very excited to see themselves. People did at the end start doing. I and I did see. I was sitting over in like an area, and I was the first comedian here. And then it was all your friends and maybe some cousins. And then I did see Louis C.K. show up with his dog, and I saw his face when he looked around and saw no one he knew. Right. And I went, oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Because I didn't know if anyone else was coming. Right. I didn't either. I was pretty excited about it. But, but one of my drunken friends went up to Louie and was like, yep. hey, can I take a photo? And Louie goes, I'd rather not. It and was... then my friend looked angry. This guy, not really a friend, somebody I knew, looked angry Yeah. at him like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, I watched. I saw the thing. So what happened? So... Like, it was very hot. There were only a few places of shade. And at this point, I think there were just, like, some, like, New York comics I don't even know. That younger were guys. Yeah, younger guys that I didn't know. And they were, it was interesting to watch how they would approach Louis. I already know Louis. I've worked with Louis before, so it wasn't, like, a thing. But it was interesting to watch them hover around. So he was starting to kind of get, like, the sharks swarming. And I saw it, but he was over getting some food inside. And then your friend from high school comes up. I think he was, like, leaving the bathroom, and he kind of, like, leans in like this was his moment, like they were seeing each other inside. And he's like, can I get a picture? And Louis was like, yeah, I'd rather not, which, you know, makes sense. But also, I probably would have just been like, let's do it. I totally <laughs> understand why Louis well, said he's not, that. He did, I, don't, I think he thought he was coming to a party of comics, is what he thought. I don't think he knew there was going to be a lot of, like, There were some podcasters... There was enough. No, it was great. No, it ended up being to. perfect. I think the amount of people that came was it was great. It was so. Yeah, fun. there was enough people for him to talk to. But yeah, there were some people asking him advice, comedy, but I couldn't believe it. What were they saying? I walked away. I came back, <laughs> and there was someone going, going. Yeah. He was. It was just so funny. Like the first few minutes, he was so miserable. It was. It was because worrisome. it was, and I felt really bad inviting him because I thought like Bobby Kelly and some yeah. people. But Bobby Kelly's in New Hampshire and. Bonnie and Voss couldn't go. A lot of people just couldn't go because they're on the road. You know, Bert's whole fully loaded crew is on the road. So, like, last year I had a bunch of comics and a lot of people came and Louis came to that. I think he thought it was going to be that. Yeah. This was not that. Louis said this was like walking around the deck of a cruise after you perform. Yes. (laughs) So he was like... 100%. Yeah, he was not happy. And I felt bad, but then people started to show up. No, it got really good. It was really fun. He kind of was, you know... Cannonballs this summer. It's not about the size of those cannonballs. It's about making a splash with our friends at Manscaped. Prep for barbecue seasons by making sure your grill master has the hottest dogs for the summers, uh, whatever. Uh, you know, when you're at the cookout, let me speak for it. Let the cookout, listen, folks, you know what it is. It's Manscaped. It, you shave your penis, it looks better. It looks bigger. You know what I mean? I can't, I've done this for 15 years. Buy it. Buy it with my promo code. Do you like the show? Do you enjoy anything we do? It's good. You need it. It actually works better than all the other ones. It works better than the Norelco Body Groomer, that wall trimmer. They both suck. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to guarantee you'll have the most mouthwatering treats at the party. Okay, I can't do this. I'm telling you to buy it. 
It's called the Lawnmower 4.0. It's a trimmer. They have ball deodorant. They have a crop preserver. They have all these things that you get a travel bag and all the bullshit. You can get a nail grooming kit. I mean, I, I just can't do the, I can't keep, a lo- I can't keep calling balls different things. Uh, you know, comparing them to summer barbecue food. You know what I mean? Like, make sure your sliders are properly. I can't, I, that I can't do. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to get 20% off and free shipping with the code, uh, what's the code? If you get to 20% off and free shipping with the code TimD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TimD, manscaped. The perfect way, oh God, the perfect way to get your... Patty's sizzling hot this summer. Bird dogs make you look good, man. They're stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a sculpted look. You know, my friend had them on the other day. They were great. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird bird dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like the khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I love them. I have them. I wear them. My friends wear them. My family wears them. I, you know, can I tell you a story about Bird Dogs? I want to tell you a story. My friend's father, okay, wore bird dogs all the time. And he did it because they fit better than other shorts. And he would complain. He'd go, I'm, I have these khaki shorts, but they're kind of stiff. And I, and I don't feel good. So he put the bird dogs on. Okay? I don't know why you're laughing. This is literally true. One day, one day, he had bird dogs on, the shorts. Okay? And he was driving. This is like a miracle. Do you believe in miracles? He was driving his car. And he was drunk. He was intoxicated. Because he has a drinking problem. And as good as bird dogs are, they can't keep people from drinking if they have a problem. But that's not the fault of bird dogs, right? The bird dogs are just comfortable shorts. But they can't change your entire life. So he was driving his car, and he got into an accident, and he killed two people, and they were young. They were coming back from a movie date, and he killed them. He killed them. They both died, and he was fine, and, the, and he thinks he was fine because even though his car flipped over, he crawled out of one of the windows because of the agility that the bird dogs gave him and they weren't constrictive. Like they didn't constrict him. They didn't restrict his movement in any way. They allowed him to climb out of the window and he saw the two kids because their car had also flipped. And he saw me crawled over to their car and he could see one of them was still alive, but her neck was broken. And she was just kind of like in pain. And he broke her neck for her. He broke her neck like you would a deer. Like, he broke her neck because he felt horrible about it, but he knew there was no way out for her. So he, so in, instead of her suffering, he just broke her neck. He broke, he, and her boyfriend, her boyfriend was already dead. 
Go to birddogs.com slash Tim for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash Tim for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's like, it's a fun thing to do. You do it one time. You do it one time. Like, one of the guys was like, we should have dinner. And I go, we'll never. Oh, it was, it's wild. Everyone we'll said goodbye to you. They were lingering. Again. They were lingering. Did you guys eventually kick them out? How did they know to leave? No, people just, you know, because it, it's like the guy. Here's the deal. There were people that showed up that we'd never spoken to in high school. And it was a, a core group of people that knew each other. And then there was people that showed up that no one knew. Right. And we had seen a few times or met a few times. And they were just here with their significant other. And, you know, that was nice for them. But it wasn't any, you know, I don't, we don't, you know. And they were kind of like sitting up by themselves. And it was like a little high schooly again, right? It was exactly high school yeah. again. It was high school again. Were you like the king in high school though? Because no, you were very no, king. no, like, I was people not. People were ninth, very. In ninth grade, I was very unpopular. In tenth grade, and nobody knew who I was. I was doing drugs with my old friends from where I lived. Catholic school guys were like jocks, and I wasn't a jock, and I didn't fit in. But I wasn't a theater kid. It's like I'm what I am now. I just don't fit in. I've just right. carved out my own little thing. Uh, I didn't fit in at all. And like in eleventh grade, I started to make more friends. And then the summer between eleventh and twelfth grade. I was like, I really want to be popular. And I record. I actually did an episode of my podcast about this called How to Be Popular, which people love. It's like a classic episode where I talked about how I did it. What'd you do? Give me a quick Well, the, the recap of it is, and um, the quick recap about it, and you know, is that um, you break into the popular crowd. There's always a guy who doesn't belong in the popular crowd. Uh-huh. And you become his friend. And then yes. you eventually replace him. <laughs> um, and you, you know, you have to choose a personality. You have to pick a personality. Yeah. You have to pick the person you're going to be for senior year. Are you the funny guy, which is what I was, funny, kind of crazy? Are you the hot guy? That And again, if you're not hot, you can't be the hot guy. Oh, um, so many guys never got that memo. Yeah. So pissed off. So, so many. mad still. Like, I was going for that. Wait, so did you have a girlfriend in high school? I had a girl I hung out with a lot. And people were like, oh, maybe they're. Yeah. Oh, someone like, brought her up last night. I remember someone yes, was like, a girl I whenever hung out I see with, you. I, I hung out with a lot. And then she was my assistant for a while and then booked me in business class uh, to Australia instead of first. And oh, I fired her. Oh, my God. Yes. Now, okay, so I. Will say that uh, observing your friends from high school, I think they did a good job. I would give them like a C plus, which I think is really, really high for high school friends. They're they're a lot of them are cool people, good people. They did great. Like they did great. Only one I saw one girl at the end trying to like neg you kind of. I can't remember what she said, but it was something it was at the very end. She was kind of trying to like be mean, funny to you. Yeah. And I you don't ignored know. it. And she stopped. But I was like, I didn't see a lot of that. And I think that's always the fear, being a comedian, going back to hometown, is people thinking the way they're going to be, like, funny with you is, like, just say, like, a nasty thing that doesn't like No, everybody was pretty cool. There's not much left to talk about. You rehash some old stories, some fun stuff. Remember when. Remember when we did this. Remember when we did that. But senior year is the year that I, like, came out of my shell and like people started to like me because yeah. I had confidence and I, you know, made it a point to make people like me. 
Like I wanted people to like me. And, and then, I tried. That's the other thing, people. You got to try. You know, you have to try. That was a How to Be Popular episode. And it's, again, it's not, it doesn't matter if you're popular or not. I'm not. It can hurt you in high school, honestly. It can know. hurt you, I guess. But also I made the point that a lot of popular people in high school do go on to have great lives. And a lot of losers in high school go on to be losers. Like, like we have this idea in pop culture that they're going to go on and like, be brilliant, like write a novel or a play and change the world, but that doesn't happen. A lot of them just stay freaks. So the reality is you have to try, and if you don't have any friends, it's probably your fault. Yeah. And that was kind of the point of the episode, but like in ninth grade, I had no friends. It was my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody was kind of, it was pretty cool, and everybody was kind of the same as they were. I would be so upset to see everyone from my high school. I would be not happy about it. You handled it really well. It didn't seem like you didn't have any, like, you were very open about the invite, I guess. People were just on any Facebook. There was no, like, you were very welcoming to people. There was no one that you were like, oh, God. Even the drunk guy that was being ridiculous. and Yeah, I mean, they were, he was, like, having fun. You know, like, yeah. I didn't have problems with anybody. Right. There's nobody I dislike. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I don't care. I mean, one guy messaged me, but this was a guy that was older than me a few years. He's like, me and my father are trying to get on Joe Rogan. Oh, that's weird. And and this was like a mob guy who's <laughs> like, and then he was like, I guess the money changed you, but don't worry, we got that old money. He's like crazy. They're like yeah. crazy. So many people actually, my mother is a schizophrenic, and now knowing more about, like, you know how people say autism is a spectrum? Yeah. Which it is. Schizophrenia is a spectrum. Yes. No, people, there's a lot of people that are, I would say 20 to 30% of the population of this country at any given time is mentally unwell. And are you talking about, because I think I know what you mean, where like people are in a fight with you that you're not having, where they're like, oh, the money. Yeah, it's like, like, like a psychosis. Yes, like he's yeah. like, number one, thinking that I could just call Joe yep. and go, put this crazy person and his father uh-huh. on your pot. I've never told Joe to have one person on it's his It's insane pod. to tell I've him. never it suggested, why would I do that? He doesn't, that would He's be- doing a good job. When you give someone advice, it's because they're lacking in some yeah. way. Imagine me giving advice to the guy that gave me a career. <laughs> what insanity would that, like, I've never in my life been like, have this person on. Yeah. He has on who he wants to have on. Yeah. So the idea that, number one, not knowing that or not putting that together and then being like, I guess the money changed you because I didn't respond to him on Facebook Messenger, well, it's which I look too. at once a year. It's crazy. I am I told you today I had this like elderly woman asking if she could open for I'm like, I don't know you. Who are you? And then they don't, you don't respond and they're like, you're a bit or whatever. You're like, what the hell? Well, they're having- I don't a, know they're, you. They're-, they're, they're they're having a big problem in their head. Yeah. Something's wrong in their head. Something's really wrong in their head. His next post on Facebook was, I just got my my brother-in-law reunited with his kids and my father's threatening me over it, but I don't care. And like, imagine sharing that yeah. on Facebook and there's a photo of him and the guy and he's like, he's like, I swear to God, because I just looked at his thing because he sent me a message. The message was, my sister won't talk to this guy because he met another bish, B-I-S-H, but I got him reunited with his kids after seven years. My dad does And I'm like, and he's telling to people on Facebook what's happening with his family. And I'm like, why would you do that? What is, but then you go, oh, you're crazy. 
You're nuts. And you think people are invested in like your story and it's nuts. But also, it's like you don't want to re. And then what? Also, what's just so funny is like. She doesn't like him because he met another woman. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's probably a damper on a marriage. When you go, <laughs> he met another bitch and she's got a problem with it. And also, the dad, if the dad doesn't want her back with him, he probably did some other shit. Yeah, what? it's like, why would these people, because like people say to me, they go, well, you talk about your aunt and stuff, because I have a show and it's entertaining. I make it funny, hopefully. But why would these people, do you know how many people I read about their custody on Facebook? I'll go on every like six months. Do you know how many people detail, in meticulous detail, their custody battle? (laughs) And they post a photo with their son or daughter. And they're like, haven't seen little man in a while. (laughs) And I'm like, Wait a minute, why are you sharing this? You're also unfit to be a parent if you're sharing this. Like this a is thousand like, this percent. should be able to be used against you in court. And it is. No, it is. I have a friend that's a lawyer. They they do. They're like, this is inappropriate. Yeah, they're like, why are you doing this? I just social media has broiled the brain mm-hmm. of so many people that like you get messages from certain people. And they're like, get me and my dad on Joe Rogan. I, I ne- I've spoken to this person twice in my life. And he's like, well, we got that old money. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what we're talking about here. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I don't know what, like, literally, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to read you the whole message. Because I found this fast. I was like, this is a fascinating, really interesting look at mental illness and I and I don't know what to do about it other than to be like okay uh obviously I'm not going to respond but it's like one of the craziest things that I've ever read and it was funny I'll give him that okay ready here we <laughs> go you a laugh. hey Tim it's blank me and my family are doing a movie and a reality show wanted to see if we can do a podcast with you me, my dad, and Rogan. Let me know what you think. My number is blank. Hope you're doing well. That was June 23rd at, at 12 p.m. June 23rd at 3.21 p.m. He went question mark, question mark. I mean, insane. So June 24th, he'd had enough. He'd had enough <laughs> on June 24th. I mean, a follow-up 20- question mark is so <laughs> unacceptable. It's great. Three hours later. Unacceptable. Two hours, two hours later. So now by June 24th, he'd had enough of me. I'll just have my manager reach out, out to Rogan. Yes. Guess that. that money changed you, LOL. We're successful people too, bro. We got old money. July 2nd, 523 p.m., he wrote faggot with three Gs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, you know. I wish him luck. We're doing a movie and we want it, and a reality show. We're doing a reality show in 2023. It's Sylvester Stallone and his daughters. We're doing a reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, wait. The question mark, question mark, question mark, this really pisses me off. Yeah. Do people not realize that in this day and age, a non-response is an acceptable response? Well, do people not realize this? If you send somebody a message 
on uh, uh, Facebook, which I don't post on really anymore and haven't for years. Yeah, of course. Uh, two hours later to be like, hey, where the fuck are you? And then the next day to go, hey, man, we got old money. We got, you know, I'll reach out to my man. I'm like, hey, man, I don't. Also, by the way, if that was an option, why are you What did he to me? think was going to happen? Like, did he think that I was going to then respond and go, no, good idea. Hey, Joe said, can you guys do next Wednesday? Come to Austin. Come to Austin. I, I don't. People are insane, and the thing is, they're listening to they're listening to Rogan for like four hours a day. And this is a guy whose dad was in the mob. Yeah. And that's and the Sopranos is like based off this guy. So that's why he wants legit. To... I mean, he's a legit legit guy. He's starting to sound like a good Rogan guest. Honestly, the more you talk it's, about him, it's not. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things where it just completely changes, like in the middle. It's not the worst Rogan. Guy. We just called Joe. No, no, no. Listen. We just called Joe. We're like, Joe, we got an idea for you. <laughs> Joe, sit no, down. Here's, here's the deal. It's not the worst Rogan. It was the guy that David Chase based the Sopranos off right. of. The Rico transcripts that were used for a lot of the episode ideas, Chase based them off the guy. And I've talked about him before on Rogan. Right. And I've talked about him before. Um, I don't know the son that well. I'm My mom- to sympathize with the enemy now. My mom taught the kids how to swim. I have no problem with these people at all. At all in any Maybe way. Maybe you were being a fag I got get. But the idea that like I am going to call Joe Rogan. No, they don't understand. Get, it's so. Like you on his show. Like, yeah, is it the worst guest for Rogan? No, but again, I don't, it's not my job yeah. to call it's Joe. It's crazy. And say, hey, Joe, I grew up in a town with a guy who's in the mob. They made The Sopranos um, uh, based on a lot of the stuff. His Do son you called me in- a faggot. You should have them yeah, on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you want to interview them? Like, that's not my job as a friend no, of Joe. No, it's a crazy thing. It's my job is to, like, go, Joe, how are you? How's your family? What's going on? Like, I, I don't, you know. It's a wild thing to be in the Rogan orbit because. How about fighter and a kid? <laughs> I'll get you on that. Should I? I'll, I'll type back us. right now. I'll go. How about fighting the kid? You I go. How about me? We. we <laughs> I listen. I'm not even holding it against you. They called me faggot. We'll move on. Don't worry about it. I got an idea. Fighter and the kid. Hey, close second. <laughs> it's a feeder show to Joe. <laughs> fighter and the kid. You go on that. You go oh on that. God. You got to pay for your own travel. They'll have you. You know. Trash Tuesday? Are you? I listen, will you have them on Trash I'm, Tuesday? We're booked up. We're really? Kalila books it. <laughs> Should I just tell him to call Kalila Coon? <laughs> we give her, her number. <laughs> I give her a real number. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's give her a real number. Oh my god. I mean, what am I? Am I this guy's manager? It's insane. Gonna... And then for him to say like, "I'll have my manager reach out," it's like, okay, that's what you should have done. Yeah, dude, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to do. He didn't even ask to do my show. He did ask. Wait, not to do my show. It sounded like he did. No, he said, I want to do Rogan with you and my dad. Oh, okay. I thought I missed mis- Which, heard. to be honest, might not be the worst. If you just start showing up with guests next time you do Rogan. It might not be the worst idea if we made this big mafia history show and I could sit in on it and throw a joke in here I mean, and there. Tim, this hasn't 
It's actually not. It's never been a bad idea. It's not the worst idea. The guy blew it at faggot, really. I mean, it's like he still no, had a No, no, no. I don't care. I, that doesn't bother me. I still won't ask Joe to have not. somebody no, no, on his of show. Course. That's, no, that's the craziest thing. No, but it I happens all the never. time. It happens all the time. No, I've had close friends of me, close friends of mine, be like, they're in the business, go like, "Hey, how does the Rogan booking work?" And I go, "Oh, I don't know. He's my friend. <laughs> I don't ask him for anything. <laughs> like he's been so good to me and so generous. I don't tell him what to do. I just say thank you. He has the biggest podcast in the world. He does a really good job of talking to people that he has an interest in. Yeah, I- I'm not gonna call him and go, "Hey." I have a friend that wants to do your show. I mean, that's crazy. It's insane. And that's not even your friend. He's not even my friend. It's not even your friend. No, we barely know each other. Yeah, I think the the best case scenario for that guy that could have happened, it would have had to be so organic. Like, you guys started talking about The Sopranos. And you go, like, this is like the, this is the only way it would have happened. You guys are, you're on Rogan. The Sopranos comes up. He goes, oh, I wonder who, like, The Sopranos was, like, written after. You go, We've oh my God. done that. We've done that. Oh, you did talk about we it. We kind of talked about okay, it Okay, so Rogan. then it would have happened already. And he would have gone, oh, really? And then afterwards he would have been like, oh, I should have those people on. It would have to be his I idea. I also thought you weren't really allowed to talk about Everyone in the mob now gets to talk about anything. Yeah, they're just like, I. They uh, have, like, podcasts. The guys who were in the mob. I know. I didn't even think that was a thing. Everybody's podcasting. They got to get in the algorithm. I mean, yeah. I, so... But it was just funny, like, that's what you, like, I I barely open up Facebook Messenger, and that, when I opened it but up. But you even bringing that up should have just been, like, that's so above and beyond anything anyone would have done for that person, is you even Well, when I describe the, the town I grew up in, grew up in, I always mention that, because that's mm-hmm. a cool, it's like trivia. It's like a fun fact. It's like, here's what happened. You know, Henry Hill lived in our town, too. Like, Goodfellas, the guy, Paulie, who was the capo of, the, I forget which family, but, like, he lived in our town. It was a tiny little mob town with really good Italian food, a bunch of Coke bars, and it was a horrible place for a kid to grow up who liked putting things up his nose. Yeah. Which my father and my aunt and her husband moved out of my town because, quote, it didn't seem like a great place to raise kids. <laughs> my father... Because he liked playing music, was like, why? There's so many bars. There's so much coke. There's so much below here. (laughs) So they stayed. Like, my dad literally said about this new town he moved to in Long Island. He goes like this. He goes, it's a great place to raise a family. I'm like, you're 70 years old. (laughs) Where was that energy when I was like 12, 13 years old, completely lost, wandering around the world looking for drugs? How old were you when you were doing coke? The first line was the summer going into eighth grade. Oh, really? Cute. So that's 13. Yeah. First line of blow. We never did. Yeah, we weren't in a Coke area. And everybody's always like, he's lying. He's making no. that up. No, people say that. And I go, why would I make that? Like, yeah. why would I make it up? And then every now and then there's like a comment on YouTube or something. goes, no, 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 that story is real. I hung out with him. Oh, it's crazy. It those, was me, I my friend Tina, and my ones. friend Shay. We got coke and we did it in the summer. It didn't didn't really work. Yeah, and we had to do like, and then we tried a few more times, and then it worked. Maybe we didn't get good coke early on, or it just didn't. You know, we didn't know what it was. 
it was it numbed our lips. We that's were into like that. businessman aspirations to like that's the you didn't do weed, which would have kept you like No, we were smoking weed every day. Oh, you were smoking weed. We were smoking weed every we day. We smoked weed. We never Coke was not around. Coke was something we did like in college. Right. But there was no like kids with Coke. No, so like my funny. friend Tina hung out with older people. She yeah. hung out with a white girl named LaFawn. She hung out with a girl named Deanna, who was goth, who I called the Bat. That was her nickname. And she hung out with older people that were in high school. And I used to hang out with them, and they got all of the drugs. Like, my father dropped me off at teen night once, and I snuck out of teen night, which was like a Friday night, two-hour thing in the gymnasium at the school. And I snuck out of that and got high with the high school kids. Yeah. And then my dad picked me up, and I was like, okay. This is how out of it my dad was. Once I lied to him, I said, I'm staying for Chef's Club, <laughs> which was a real club in the school, but I just lied and said I was staying yeah. for it. And, it, you know, and then my dad, like, showed up at the school, and, like, a half hour later, he walked in. The school's, like, totally shut down. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I I literally got to the school late. but you I were didn't high li- on coke? I was high on smoking weed. weed. And then I showed up, and he was like, oh, okay. And he's like... What did you make today at Chef's Club? And I'm like, uh, uh, an omelet? He's like, nice. And then just drove away. He was like, okay. But, like, they weren't thinking that I was getting high. Yeah, I think, I think, like, also, you'll probably get away with, you would probably get away with Coke, just Coke. Right. Over weed. It's so insane to think, like, a 13-year-old's on Coke. No one would ever think it's that. The, it's the it's insane. No one would ever think a kid that's in eighth grade would be on coke. Kids have naturally cokey energy. Like I yes. we I mean we were starting Adderall, which I guess is the same, or it was Ritalin. Back it would then. almost make them crazier to be like, is he on cocaine? Yeah, you'd be like, this guy's insane. <laughs> is our son on coke? But weed, you'd be like, all right, my kid's acting sluggish. They're not acting like a kid. Yeah, I mean. They figured out pretty quickly that things were going downhill um, because I was acting, you know, I, I was being, like, me and my friend would. You were planning a bunch of pool parties? <laughs> yeah, we were doing, we were doing <laughs> I started telemarketing from the You're house. business. Like, oh, my God, our kid is in a business. No, but business. we started doing that thing where I would go, I'm staying over his house, and he'd be like, he's staying over my house, and right. then we'd go out all night to, like, and get blow and, like, the projects and, Long Beach, which is the town next to where I lived. And we would just hang out with older Hispanic people. Hector, Sonia. Again, I'm not making them Hispanic for the story. They happen to be Hispanic. Getting caught with those sleepover nights was the worst. It was the worst. Uh. And I remember the worst night was like me and my friend. Literally every time we went back to his house, there was a corner we turned. And we could see his house. And every time we went back to it, all the lights were black. And that was our like, take a breath moment. You're okay. Now you just have to go in really quietly. And then one night, I remember it clear as day. It was like pangs of fear. I still almost get like a mini panic attack thinking about it. One night we turned that corner and every light in his house was on. (laughs) His room, the living room, it was so bad. And we, we knew immediately. And we were just trying to get our story straight. And we walked in and his mom, Barb, was and and I mean Barb was great Barb and I, I just want I don't want to say, Barb McGoolahan that was the full name Barbara McGoolahan I have to say it because it like adds to the story yeah. she was sitting at the kitchen table as she usually was smoking a Marlboro Red mm. and it, we walked in and she went hello boys <laughs> and we were like oh. and she goes what were you doing 
And we said, oh, we just went out for a walk. And she goes, really? She goes, Patty Dillon and me have been on the phone. Patty thinks we should have called the cops. And I calmed her down, but I think she's right. I think we should have called Put the cops. Put you in the paddy wagon? She said, because I don't know what you boys were doing, but it probably wasn't legal. And we were like, oh, no. So then literally they drove me back to my house. I got out. I walked in my house. And my mother was just yelling, drug addicts, alcoholics, your father's family. You're just like them. Drug addicts, alcoholics, drugs. She's like, your eyes look all fucked up. What if you die? What are you on? Should we go to the hospital right now? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me sleep. Let me sleep. Hospital? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She was like, should we go to the hospital right now? Your eyes look so fucked up. I'm like, I'm not on anything. We were taking a walk. We're like two fat little kids. We're like, so we were walking. We exercise. Yeah, like we were like, like we were trying to, she's like, we were, we wouldn't walk home from school, by the way. Yeah. She's like, she's like, drug addicts, alcoholics. I still remember trying to fall asleep, coming down off blow, which is the worst. Yeah. Sleeping. I think this might've been like ninth grade or the summer going into ninth grade or whatever. And I just remember hearing my mother downstairs yelling, drug addicts, alcoholics, drug addicts, alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> falling asleep to that and the like soothing sounds but Did you know you next weekend no they don't the boomer what are they gonna yeah. do but do you think if they had called the cops on you and did they ever call the cops on you I'm trying to remember if they ever called the police cause I always wonder that like that that uh, tactic my mother might have called the cops they might have been like well if he doesn't come home call us back there's nothing we can do right um, I don't remember them ever calling the police. Do you think you could have been me. like scared straight if the shit called the cops for you, or would have been nothing? No, I was really committed to doing what I was doing. Yeah, when you are a drug addict, you are committed. You, you, you are uh, the drive that you have to secure drugs. If you had that drive in other any other area of my life, if I had that drive to be physically fit, I'd look like Matt Rife. Like, do you realize we were stealing money from our parents mm-hmm. and purchasing Coke, pills, weed? We were trying to steal anything we could. We were pawn- we were stealing yeah. things from our house, going to pawn shops. Yeah. We were running scams, printing up fake things. We're going on a field trip. I need money. Twenty five dollars, fifty dollars. Like, we you didn't were- have a did you have you didn't have a fear of like getting caught? I feel like I was bad, but I never went too bad because I always was like. Still, like, very We worried, absolutely worried had a fear of getting caught. But it didn't matter. Well, we just loved getting high. Right, more than that, yeah. There was nothing better than being high when I was young. Because when you're young, you don't know really the other side of it yet. You don't really know the other side of it. So it's just fun. You're just giggling, you're laughing, you're like... You and your friend are at a beach and you're high and you're like falling over. You don't even know what you're laughing at. Then you're like, let's go to the pizzeria and fucking eat barbecue chicken pizza. And then let's fucking sober up and then smoke more pot. We had like a house, like my friend, my best friend in high school, her parents had this like really cool house. They were um, uh, antique dealers so they had like all this cool shit in their house and her dad was like a big pothead and they would just let us smoke weed and let us get all fucked up and we'd play pool and shit it was like pretty perfect and awesome and then my parents didn't let us do anything but they would like get mad when we would do acid and stuff but we wouldn't get in too much trouble yeah it's like weird it's like the different and she's like fine like she like owns a restaurant she's like doing good it's not like 
that was bad parenting, I guess. Because it didn't turn into anything crazy. You know what it comes down to, I think, is what your parents, like, what their, what their, like, um, relationship to drugs was. So if, like, you know, I grew up with kids whose parents were kind of like, we smoked a little weed and we were fine. Yeah. So, like, the parents were not, they didn't care. They're like, yeah, we got high. We were teenagers. We get it. We got drunk. Um, my parents were more militant because they, you know, they were just kind of like, I think they were like, oh, it's so easy to fuck your life up. They were probably like, we fucked our lives up. Yeah. Like, and we didn't even really get high, and we're fucked. <laughs> so we didn't even really get that high, and we are bill, like, month to month, bills all over the table, picking which one gets paid, which one doesn't. Credit cards maxed. We we are life is going to throw you around, and if you get high, you're gonna have no shot. Yeah, and that's what I think they're because they couldn't help me. That's the other thing. They didn't have the money. They're like, we can't get you out of jail. We don't have lawyers. Yeah, they're always the paranoid thing, yeah. about getting sued. They were like, they were like, don't let anyone in our backyard. If you guys are getting high, somebody falls in the pool. They crack their head. Like your mother teaches private swimming lessons in the pool. Like. You, you do something dumb, we lose our house. We're going to get sued, we'll lose our house. That's why she couldn't call the cops on you. They'd have to be the ones that like paid to bail you out. Right. They were paranoid about all that stuff. They didn't have... I had friends that came from environments where their parents literally said to them, it's going to be okay. Or my parents never used the words, it's going to be okay. Because yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Then for them, it wasn't. Like They knew. Like Their marriage fell apart. They didn't have the money to get a divorce lawyers. They hired a mediator. He divided up. It was the, a medium. He just started. Yeah, it was a medium. He was like contacting people <laughs> was, from the other side. He was contacting like, a divorce lawyer that had passed. Yeah, it was like, it was that bad. So like then I had friends, like I was friends with this kid who lived in Long Beach, which is the town next to me, and his parents had a little bit of money. And like you would go to his house, and they didn't care that he got high. And they had this big, beautiful house, and his dad was like a really professional guy and the dad and they, they were divorced I think he, the dad wanted his son to like him and think he was cool yes. and the dad was kind of like yeah you guys get high it's not a big deal and I remember like the feeling of like oh they have money and that does allow you to be a little looser mm -hmm. with things because they weren't paranoid all the time yeah. about you know getting in trouble like what's gonna happen What's going to happen if, you know, the dad was probably like, yeah, you smoke a little weed, you'll grow out of it. Now, I don't know if that kid grew out of it. I don't know what happened to that kid. You know, I mean, it's just wasn't a super close friend of mine. But, like, it was a guy that I knew and, like, some of my friend's parents just had a different attitude about their kids getting high. Yeah. My parents, like, didn't really let us get high until once we turned 18, but... They like they got us kegs and stuff. We like had parties at our my house grandmother would buy me cigs because I smoked cigarettes my whole yeah. life, and she'd buy me bottles of alcohol to go to the senior parties with because when I was a senior in high school, everybody had everybody drank, and yeah, she got it and she was cool. I mean, there is an acceptance in this culture of your children drinking, and I think now marijuana is more included in that. Yeah, 
Although now it's stronger and people are having more psychotic episodes. I just feel like, it's ba- like weed really to me is like a lot worse for me personally than a lot of things have been. Listen, that I gotta be. I've always said it. I'm like, God. there's a lot of happy people that don't do either. Yeah. If I could do it all over again, I would not be sitting on his porch. <laughs> I would not be doing comedy. No, literally, if I could do it all over again. I would have tried to be, and I would have failed. And everyone's going to laugh when I say this. They're going to go, uh, 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 which is fine. If I could do it all over again, I would have tried to be really hot and stupid. No, people say to me, they're like, what if you could do it all over again? And I love I love the people that go, if, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. It's like, shut yeah. up. Will you shut up? You learn nothing in life. You, you learn no nothing lessons. in life. I would try to be hot and dumb. Yeah. I would try to be hot and dumb. And I'll tell you why. And I, I mean, I wouldn't try to be dumb. I wouldn't actively try to be dumb, but it would just kind of happen. And 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 here's the reason for that. If I was athletic and hot and I would have tried to be like a, you know, a, like when I was lifeguarding, I was fat and I smoked and I was already getting into drugs. Like I was already just trying to be funny. Like if I had never developed that thing of trying to be funny and I could have just been hot, and like dumb and just naive not noticing and everything naive yep. and dumb and not know what was going on not know about these horrible people that run the world and rape <laughs> kids and just kind of be out of it a little bit and hot that's really not the worst way to go mm-hmm. i'm telling you right now that's actually now obviously it was never in the cards not in my dna my mother said to me when I was young, she goes, you're a mesomorph. You'll collect weight in your middle. That's <laughs> what so my mother said. You're a mesomorph. She goes, there's people that are an ectomorph. She goes, you're a mesomorph. You'll collect weight in your middle. She goes, you and should she fight that. You. She cursed you. Yeah, but people say to me, they're like, what's the best life? I'm like, hot and dumb. No comparison. You being like a fat smoking lifeguard, though, that's really, that's a, that's a sight. Well, here's the thing with lifeguards. They're it's 16 actually, years old? It's I wasn't fat. I was chubby. I wasn't, like, fat yet. Uh, you know, lifeguard is not about saving lives. It's really, especially where I worked at a beach club, it's about abusing power. It's about rules. It's about laws. <laughs> it's about hierarchy. Yes. It's about capitalism. <laughs> it's about people that are in cabanas versus people that are in lockers. It's You know, it's about letting people break the rules if they pay enough money right. and are hooked up with the club. It's where you That's learn about so life if you funny. can pay attention. It's not about dragging people out of the water. It's not Baywatch. It's not a fucking movie. It's about letting Jeanette do whatever she wants, eat pizza in the pool, who gives a fuck. She, she, her fucking husband has, you know, some Wall Street shit job, and she takes her kids down every day, but they, they love her at the beach club, and she gets to do what she wants. So if she wants to eat a fucking pinwheel in the pool, she can do it. But if some slob with no money wants to do it, you fucking scream at them. And then you look at Jeanette and wink at her. That's what being a beach club lifeguard in Long Island is about. It's learning that the rules are different for all, you know, That's so different groups of people. But hot and dumb is a great way to go in life. And and by the way, if 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 it's um, if it's at all in the cards for you, do it. Is there a better way to go through life than ignorant and hot? I mean, to be honest, I mean we can explore it intellectually. Is there a better way to go through life than to be hot and dumb? Yeah, I guess being really smart sucks. I would it's assume. certainly not preferable to hot Knowing and dumb. Knowing things, being aware of everything is annoying. Ugh, the worst. Yeah, hot and dumb wins. Ugly and dumb. Ugly and dumb's not good. Ugly and dumb isn't good. Hot and smart, there's still a burden. 
of knowing more than you should. And people don't take you seriously anyway. And you so know hot. it. And you know that. I know hot, smart people. They're like, they live in a prison <laughs> because they're like, everybody's like, shut up. But now on TikTok, they can tell you some really cool facts and be hot and people will stop. TikTok's their moment. Hot and smart's not bad. But hot and dumb, man, is that the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah. Because you don't have the awareness to know what people think of you and you don't care. You're just like, hey, water's wet. The sand is hot. And they do find Pussy each other. Pussy is wet or dick is hard. Hot, hot, dumb people find each other and they oh, create a and, hot, and dumb they have family. Hot, dumb, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Families and it's great. And they just, yeah, they just post their pictures of them looking great by And the then pool. they're just tan and they surf and mm. they're like, hey. And they just regard everything that's good. Like when you start talking to them about anything real, they just giggle. They're like, uh. <laughs> They have no idea. They don't know why everyone's so angry. They're always like, why is everyone so angry? I'm like, Because they're not hot and dumb. You hit a double jackpot. You're hot and retarded. Why are people mad? Well, they're not hot, and they know how badly they're being fucked. That's why they're mad. Hot and dumb people luck into things. They luck it. People give them jaw. People love having hot, dumb people. I love it. I love hot dummies. People that are hot and that don't challenge you rigorously intellectually... Are amazing. That's where they always luck into things. Yeah. They always luck into jobs. They're good to and, be around. They're good to look at. Oh, it's amidst your hang. favorite Christmas tree ornament. <laughs> Six pack without a brain. <laughs> Bring them in. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, there's no better. You People just start giving it. If you're hot and dumb enough, you could show up at like, it's happened. Emma Klein has the book. It's the book of the Hampton summer called The Guest about a hot sex worker who just grifts her way through the Hamptons because she's hot and dumb. And people are like, we like her. If you're hot enough, you could knock on the door of a mansion. Some They might not make you leave. They might put you in a cage downstairs, but who cares? You're hot and dumb. You'll be like, oh, this is fun. I'm like a dog tonight. Yeah, you're like, oh, Look, I like this. It's yeah, like well, a I'm a dog. Apartment. I'm a doggy. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> Hot and dumb all the way. If I could do it again, I'd be hot and dumb. I would actively fight the uh, the development of my brain. And you can. If you get hot and I would swim every day and sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups. But I'd watch only YouTubes about fitness. Yeah. And you could get dumb. If you only It's watch easy to yes, get right. dumb. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be stupid in this world. And do it. Would you have had a sport? Being dumb. Get your head knocked around or anything? Swimming, lifeguarding. Football? No, no, no. No, no, no. The too much wear and tear, too much potential for problems. Swimming, surfing, beach. Sun, like the sun making you stupid. Like Yeah, beach dumb. Yeah. The ideal is beach dumb. Yeah. The ideal is not like, like muscle dumb. Right. The ideal is beach dumb, like toe head, blonde hair, mm-hmm. beach dumb, like... People just look at you going, should I give you my house? (laughs) You're so hot and dumb. Should I just help you out? Do you want me to pay for your college that you'll fail out of? Like that kind of hot and dumb. I saw your butterfly stroke today. It was good. You still got it. I still have it, but now it looks like I'm trying to save myself (laughs) from something coming. (laughs) No, hot and dumb is it. Manhattan Beach... 
hot and dumb. This is like a, maybe a children's book you need to write. I, I, the, the, and, the, but the children shouldn't be able to way, read it. Hot and smart, if you unpack it a little bit, because I know people that are hot and smart, they are not happy. It's not good. It's not good because they're actually people, the smart people discount them because they're hot. Mm-hmm. They never get taken that seriously. They know more than they should. And people that are as good looking as them are stupid. And it's hard them. to stay hot. Yeah. Because they start going, well, what's this all for? Yeah. And then that's the problem. Because you can think your way into, like AA is like turn your brain off. You can think your way into a drink. You can think your way into a cookie. You know, I literally have gone to Carvel, literally, where I've literally driven there and gone into a Carvel having no intention of, of eating, but starting my brain, my addict mind, starts pumping thoughts into my head that are like, listen, you should just go and get this little ice cream because if you get this little ice cream, you can just pretend it really didn't happen and you could get up tomorrow and everything can change because people that are constantly, like their brains are constantly working, they can justify so much bad behavior because they're like, no, 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 no. I'll just create an entire world, an entire parallel universe of me tomorrow where I get up and do all the right things. So today is for me. And so you're tomorrow. Stupid hot people are, they're too dumb to like. Ice cream bad. <laughs> Ice cream bad. Workout good. Ice cream bad workout good. Flat chest uh, six pack good. Fat bad. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, they don't, they don't, like the people that have the most success in AA just going to AA and they're like, God wanted this. God wanted yes. me to crash into the house. God wanted this. This is all part of the plan. There's a big plan here. There's a big plan and it's about me. And they designed this. I was supposed to get high. I was supposed to find my mother's bottle of gin in the closet and drink the whole thing mm-hmm. and fall asleep and throw up and spend 10 years of my life because it all brought me to this point. And, and God bless those people. I'm not, I'm not shitting on them. But they, 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 and to believe that a little bit, you have to turn off some critical thinking right. in the old noggin. In the old noggin, you have to turn, you have to imagine that God up there is like playing Clue with your life and they're like, bottle of gin in the closet. Let's see who finds it. Let's see who spends 10 years getting drunk and then let's see who figures out how important I am 10 years later after they've driven drunk for 10 years. (laughs) Maybe killing, it's like, but you have to do it. You have to turn your brain off. And you have to move to the next thing. But you also have to be like accepting of what has happened, and you can't go back and change it. Like I you can't yes, go back. I so am accepting like, of it. But if like, I could do it all over again, this was my premise. If I could do it all over again, I'm hot, mm-hmm. and I'm the type of dumb where I have a Native American dream catcher <laughs> above my bed. That type of dumb. The type of dumb where I know a very little bit about a few things, and I love Hawaii. Dumb people, (laughs) God, do they love Hawaii. If you are a retard, Hawaii calls to you because they're like, it's a spiritual place. The elders and the ancient rhythms of the world 
Man, if you are dumb, Hawaii opens their arms and hugs you. I want to be Hawaii dumb. <laughs> like with Native American, like not even Native American, like ancient Native bullshit strewn around the house that someone gave me because I was hot. Tan, six pack. Yeah, you'd go surf in Hawaii. Surf in Hawaii. And, you know, I want to be the type of dumb where, like, the most formative experience in my life was taking mushrooms. <laughs> There's a certain type of dumb where the only thing that's ever rocked you or rattled you or given you any insight has been mushrooms because your brain does not work unless it's stimulated in that way. It does that for smart people, though, too. Smart people, because they can't shut their brain off. Yes. I've heard a lot of people a lot of people that are, like, overthinkers, and then they do mushrooms. I'm like, not oh saying God. that smart people can't have psychedelic experiences of great value. What I'm saying is that dumb people, the only, only it's thing. the only window into any, uh, you know, uh, spiritual or deeper thought they've ever, I've never had a deeper thought about anything. And usually those psychedelic experiences turn into like a very selfish, like, which is yes. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why all these demons are at Burning Man taking DMT <laughs> and then figuring out how to like, you know, charge more money for air and water. <laughs> It's a real spiritual experience. <laughs> but, like, I want to be that type of dumb where I'm just like that. And so if I could do it all over again, I would just focus on my body and being really hot and not knowing a lot of stuff because I'd be like, reading's kind of a waste of time. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. No one knows the answers. Nobody finds anything out. I'm just going to be good-looking enough to kind of get everyone's sympathy. You know what good-looking people get all the time is sympathy from other people. They just get away it's crazy. With stuff, yeah. Like you can present yourself as just a hot person and people are just like, are you lost? <laughs> are you okay? Do you need anything? Like judges, like when hot people get DVs, judges are like, you seem like a good man. And I'm, you, you know, had you, a remind, rough night. Yeah. you remind me of my nephew. One, there was one thing, and I don't know if this was a kid was hot. He was just probably white. Some college guy, like, broke into another guy's house and, like, beat him up at a party. Like, broke into his house, beat him up, and then the judge was, like, sentencing the guy, going, like, you remind me of my nephew, and you're a good man, you're going to have a great life. Like, if a black kid did that, the judge would be like, you're in, and you're not getting out. But, like, so, hot and dumb to me. That's the goal. People ask me all the time, and I fight people. Me and Rogan had an argument about this the other night. It's an argument about it, but like we have these fun arguments. But what did he think? What does he think? He goes, "No, you want to be, you want to be hot and smart." No, like, no, 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 Joe. Yeah. But I love like me and him always come at things from interestingly different points. Joe is, has a lot of great points, but I'm like, no, hot and dumb is good. And then I kind of warm down with funny stuff, and he's like, "That is, that is." He goes, "You do make a couple of good points because it is just preferable." Like, um, you know, you want to be. In the position, like, the less you know, kind of the better. I just don't know how many, like, truly hot, dumb people I know. There's not a they lot. eventually, they, like, they do, like, luck into things. That's right. A lot. And I'm tr I'm just, like, do you remember when Rob Lowe, didn't Rob Lowe, like, write a book about, like, how it's, like, hard for him to be so handsome? I'm sure he did. Because he's too smart. <laughs> he but Rob Lowe's did. smart. The problem with Rob Lowe is that he's smart. And smart people, like, there's nothing worse than a hot person who doesn't, who wants to be more than hot. 
and they're really trying hard to be like smart or funny and they're not. Because I almost feel like a, I almost feel like a dumb hot person is like a hot person that doesn't like use their hotness to like get ahead in life. So no, it's like the no, hot person that like it. works at that's the- That's not it. That's not it. Uh, a smart, hot person doesn't use their hotness. A smart, hot person doesn't want to be used. Doesn't want to be seen as a hot person. So, do you look at like actors as dumb, hot people? I mean, Annie, of fucking yes, course. you're right, you're right. Annie, I mean, of course they are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, exhibit look, I've A. I've been being hit by the. I mean, exhibit A, Your Honor. Like, <laughs> yeah, smart, hot people have the like burden of knowing that everything they get is because they're hot. Right. Dumb hot people don't. It is funny, like, when I see, like, a hot cop or something, like, just go, like, be an act, like, go play an, But there's no jobs for them anymore. Yeah. It's 2023. There's nothing for them to do. In fact, actors are an endangered species. They're just, they are, like, good at, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, brilliant actors. What do they have to do anymore? It's just hot people. Acting now is just like you're either on Riverdale or you like fill a quota. I don't know. I feel like they've ugged up Hollywood big time. They've made it very normal. Like Some, every commercial, yeah. remember when commercials used to be just like smoking hot people? You're like, oh my God, I want to get Cheerios. Those people are so hot. They get to eat yes, Cheerios. Yes. And now I'm like, oh, like my my neighbor from middle school is eating Cheerios on TV. Yeah. I mean, I think we're losing our hot well, people. Well, we we absolutely Harvey, are. Harvey was our guy. He was bringing our hotties in. Well, we're putting in fatty boom baddies <laughs> because we want to be body paws. And we are putting in a lot of diversity. Not that I have a beef with it, but no, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Like, the type of diversity in The Little Mermaid, like, The Little Mermaid has five sisters and they're all different races. And was that what makes, happened? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. just, it's literally checking a box. It's weird. Right. It's like the, it's the United Nations, her family. <laughs> it adopted. makes no sense. So, yeah, hot isn't the thing anymore. Yeah. But it is in real life. But it actually is. Yes, it, it is. It is in real but life. But I will say there are certain people, like, when you see them in person, you're like, I'm not supposed to talk to, like, they're too hot. Like, there is, like, a... And those people should be celebrities. Those should be people that are like hot people. They should give them millions of dollars because it's like you are not allowed to be in society. Here's what hot people need to do. Here's what hot people need to do. Acting's out. Acting's out because there's not enough money. It doesn't matter. Hot people need to be hot around rich people. Yeah. That's all they need to do. And then the rich people just give them... They just, the rich people, they ration out their money to the hot people. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Now, I have a question. The The bartenders last night were all pretty smoking hot. Was that on purpose? No, I, I did not know who was coming. Like, it looked like a scars guard was, like, serving alcohol. One of them was uh, Russian or something, and they have a very cut, cut angular jaws yeah. and kind of those icy blue husky eyes. I was like, what is, where did, was this a headshot situation, or? You know what it is? It's like, they, uh, they're, it's, that's, by the way, oh, catering's also kind of a, a, lo- a job for lookers to a degree. Like, if you're a waiter at a high-end event, you don't want to look like a slob. Yes, but it is like, I do feel like, like nobody wants to feel me really handing bad out hot people. crab puffs at the white party. I'm feeling <laughs> terrible like, for hot people right now. Annie, It's stop. going down for them. Well, it is. Some of it is. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you why, though. I'll tell you why okay. hot people right now are in trouble, and I can help them. <laughs> I can help them. If they would put their big penises in my mouth. No, they, listen, here's the deal. 
the problem right now. We're living in a world where the ugly are controlling. <laughs> they are. They're controlling the means of production. And here's what I mean by that. The ugly, gross nerds are running all these tech companies. Uh-huh. They're now starting to run Hollywood. Yes. Now, they're minotaurs from Greek mythology, some of these people. I mean, they're uh, grotesque. Yeah. And they are deciding that they're pushing the hot people out. And that's a problem. But don't they want to be with other, like, don't they want to be surrounded by hot people? Like, Harvey Weinstein No, they want to be hot. And he was- I've always just wanted to fuck hot people. Like Harvey because Weinstein it's was like special. Rape eating it's why it's girls. like I like going to the beach. I don't need to live at the beach. <laughs> it's nice to go to the beach. To have sex with a really attractive person is nice. But you don't but, want to be around them all the time. Well, you can't be them. Yeah. I don't have the discipline to be hot. I've dedicated myself to being funny. Yeah. I'm not going to be hot. 38. <laughs> what do people think happens at 40? You could lose a little weight to stay alive. You can get hot at 40. Segura's not hot. He's thin. He's better off than he was. You don't get hot past a certain age. Let's cut it out, folks. I'm not here to lie to half of you. People (laughs) listen to podcasts. People lie to you all day. And they make a lot more money than me because they lie to you people. Listen, with the right amount of energy, I saw the the cretins that walked into my house yesterday. It was wild. I mean, the people that walked into my home. They look like they all got out of an ambulance. (laughs) Because you're 38. Now, if you want to be around hot people, you better bring something to the fucking table, like a personality or a couple of shackles, a little bit of money. But you're not going to be 38. You're not going to be hot. Stop it. Stop it. Behave. <laughs> you could survive. You could lose weight. If I lost 80 pounds, I wouldn't be hot. I'd be a guy that lost 80 pounds. You go, good for you. You wouldn't go, God, he's hot. Jonah Hill got hot. He's not hot. I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you nuts? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Folks, you know, we, Blue Chew is for your penis to get it hard. You can order it online. You don't have to embarrass yourself at the doctor. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy, bump into somebody that you know, have to explain to them. You, you, can, you get a halfie. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. They're prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Everyone loves it. Everyone uses it. And if you need it, or even if you don't need it, just have it on you at all times. You never know when you're going to want an erection. It's a type of world we live in where sometimes you're going to want an erection. Sometimes you just want it while you're driving. You don't even, it's not even sexual. You just want to look down and go, hey, buddy. And I have a special deal for my listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code TD at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluetooth.com, promo code TD, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. It really works. Everybody loves it. It's so easy. It's chewable. It's got the same uh, you know, active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but it's at a fraction of the cost, and that's what you want. There's nothing sexier than confidence. So again, you can try it free. Just use our promo code TD at checkout. Pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TD to receive your first month free. BlueChew.com, promo code TD. All these streaming services like Netflix have thousands of more shows than you think. You don't see them because they're, you get different shows depending on your country. So what you see on Netflix here is completely different to what someone in Italy or South Korea sees. I love South Korean Netflix. It's like my favorite thing. I watch um, the hit, that, that hit, the big hit there, the big one. It, and it's like 
nuts how good it is. Um, in the South Korean Netflix, it's my favorite show. What the show on that? By using the ExpressVPN app, I can change my online location. ExpressVPN has over ninety countries to choose from, so every time I run out of stuff to watch, I just switch to another country to unlock the new the new shows. Right now, I'm watching a show called It's not on Netflix here, but with ExpressVPN, I just tap one button to change my country to um, Mongolia to refresh the page, and I can watch And I don't need to pay extra for Apple TV or Prime. I just watch it. It's a great show. It's about the Manul, the palace cat. And he's, like, fun, and he's a little ornery. On top of that, I can even use ExpressVPN to get discounts. Some services cost less in other countries. For example, if you buy Netflix from Argentina, it costs a fraction of the price. Why not? Why not? Why don't you get over on somebody? Why don't you beat somebody? It's less than $7 a month, ExpressVPN. It pays for itself so much more and so much more. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Remember that one? Is that Justin Bieber? What's going on with him? Did he have a stroke from the vaccine? So if you want to get way more shows and save money while you're at it, go to expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Tim Dillon. Expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon to learn more. Let's go into Jonah Hill. What's the problem with him? His, um... What's happening with Jonah Hill? Yeah, so his ex-girlfriend posted, like, screen grabs of him being... Her words, emotionally abusive. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now. Jonah Hill is a man like myself that for a very long time has dealt with his emotions with like a brownie, okay? (laughs) With a pint of ice cream, a big sandwich, a bowl of pasta. It's not good. (laughs) It's not advisable. But he then, he never learned how to be a human being. He learned how to be a human eating. Well, he's also like, he was literally the fattest. That's funny. A tur- wild turkey just laughed. When Thank you. Was, when he was in, like, what, Grandma's Boy and then in. Um... Give it to Annie. I want Annie to read the message. Oh, my God. You're going to try to make me read? Annie, please. I can't read. Do you really not? Are you really not able to read? It's, it's challenging. I called my dad recently. I was like, I think I'm dyslexic. And he was like, at this point, Annie. Who no, but that's cares? what everyone has to say. At 38, it is at this point. Anyone that calls me now and they like want to improve themselves at 38, I'm like, buddy. I disagree. I but, think it's time, it's the time to get better. This yeah, is the rest I think of our it's lives. the time to pick the I a think plot it's out. like I think it's like I I think I I I I'm not saying that. you can't lose weight or get smarter or make more money. I'm saying none of that matters. And I'm not saying well, it doesn't matter. But I see what you're saying. I'm it's not like saying you're gaining. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can do anything you want to do. Uh and 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 it's good for you. Good for you. But if you're a retard at 38, <laughs> you're not going to be a genius at 40. You're not. You might yeah. you're going to be smarter than you were at 38. You'll be better looking than you were at 38. You're going to become hot. Okay, so this is what Jonah Hill said to his girlfriend. Plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures 
friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are bound are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries will wait, my boundaries with you with you based on ways these actions have hurt our trust. That's what he wrote to her. Well, what's his point? He, okay, so here's, this is what I'm gathering from this, is that she was a surfer. So he, and he keeps saying things about surf community. There's more, okay? This is the like, perfect example of someone who thinks he's like a hot surfer now. Yes. This is my perfect example. This guy, okay, thinks he's a hot Server, and he's trying to be like a hot, smart, manipulative right. surfer. Yeah, this is the worst of all worlds. He doesn't realize what he doesn't realize that losing the weight didn't change his. You thing. can't start treating people like shit unless you've been hot for a long time, and he's not even hot. No, he's not hot. It's she's already doing him a favor, and so she was like, "He this. looks terrifying." It's it's very weird. He's the terrified. Hair, the his tips. head with the with he has this. He looks hair. like he's been marooned on an island. The eyebrows are gone. He oh, lost his eyebrows to the blonde sun. Anyway, so okay, so his anyone his who gets into surfing later in life, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a like, problem. Schultz does it for fun, and that's okay. No, no one we're friends with. We're talking shit on. Just no, the no, no. I'm that saying, no, no. I'm just saying. No, look at he looks homeless. Jonah Hill looks like a homeless I know, person. It's crazy. Good for him. But okay, so he, um, she was already a surfer. I'm about to fall off my deck. She was already a surfer, and then he was like, so, and I guess she competes and stuff, and she would post pictures of herself, but now he doesn't want her in swimsuits, like, or posting these things or surfing with guys, which is like, I mean, it's a little weird if she was already surfing, if these were people she surfed with. But I also kind of think when you're a celebrity, you're like under the. You're like a little more embarrassed. You're a little more, and he is like, you can do this if you want, but not with me. I mean, it sucks, but I would never tell someone they can't post pictures. It's of me or the board. <laughs> he just kept saying, in other I ones, mean, this is the this is the punishable part. It's not anything he said to her. He just kept saying within the surf community, and that's the embarrassing part. But I can't find that part. But it was like he just kept going like. For you to be doing this, like first of all, if you use the word the surf community, I know it's if he's you the use worst. that coupling of words, like you're in the surf community with me now, because I've I've been a beach ball my whole life, <laughs> but for the last two years I'm now surfing, and now I'm the god of the surf. He thinks he's Poseidon. Okay, I'm wait. the god of the sea, because for a year I, I I've stopped myself from shoving food into my fat face. Okay, I have more. I have more. You're right. We can't. I want him to get eaten by a shark. He listen. God, if he got it, how great! By the way, if tomorrow morning I woke up <laughs> and had Jonah Hill eaten by shark in Malibu, Kanye West's I'm favorite. I'm telling you. you right now, my li- I would be. I would give my money. <laughs> it would be like just, you know when Scrooge woke up and he gave a turkey to the poor. <laughs> if Jonah Hill's eaten by a shark in Malibu, I will get up tomorrow and walk around. The Hamptons giving money to people who already have it, but it would still it would still be a nice idea. Okay, so here we go. He says this some more. He goes, you're right. We can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give regard to our relationship. 
I have been vulnerable as vulnerable as possible. And I am telling you, I am needing you to step up to the plate, which you can. I'm sure of it. But these losers don't get your time if you want me straight up. It's consideration. And he goes, I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well. And your love what of surfing. What is she doing? She got a pussy out on a board? She's just surfing, honestly. She just has to wear a swimsuit. So he's it. not. He's just. But but this is the thing. I he's get jealous. It. If she want... worked in an office and was walking in in like a swimsuit, right? I'd be like, hey man, what are you doing? But doesn't she have to wear like a wetsuit to surf for a swimsuit? It is just. It's like it's Isn't a little it part of the job. But also, it's like if she were to model, like. She can't have like a job she wants. It's like, but he's deeply insecure. He's so insecure because he spent his life being a fatty boom batty. And she was already, and she was already a surfer. Like if she like developed this, I during the relationship, ban this surfing. I don't like it. The sharks are now going nuts because of the surfing. I'm they're telling you, they're, they're, the they've had it with the surfers too, and I've had it a little bit. I had it with that bitch who lost an arm and still surfs. I've had, because you know what it is? I go in the water, me and a couple of other portly, pale, moneyed pigs in the Hamptons, we float and we don't go far and we don't bother the sharks. We just kind of float around uh, and, and, you know, kind of enjoy and just float and just kind of, you know, it's like we're back in the womb. And then the surfing fucks, they go out way too far. They start bothering the sharks and then the sharks come in and bite everybody. Some sad news tonight. Actor Jonah Hill was apparently killed in an apparent shark attack off the Malibu coast. <laughs> Moments later, his ex-girlfriend posted yeah. a sexy picture on a surfboard. Yeah. Moments later, his ex-girlfriend started an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is interesting because I have people that are like, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were like, can you believe like her boyfriend wouldn't let her start an OnlyFans? I'm like, well, it's not like letting or anything, but I can understand if you don't want your Jonah girlfriend Hill like Hill killed herself. today in a shark attack. Like the BBC's like... <laughs> Jonah Hill was killed today in a shark attack off the coast of California. His girlfriend released a posthumous sex tape of both of them <laughs> on her OnlyFans. No, it would be like of her and her guy friend. Not him. He died. We think it was a suicide. He walked into the yeah. shark's mouth. Yeah, but it is like, I don't know. It, you know what? The only reason that it's making me like side with him a tiny bit is just because he's just like, he should just break up with her if he doesn't Listen, like here's the deal. I don't know what she's doing. If she's hoeing out there on the board, she can't be hoeing. Is she blowing dudes is on the board? I don't know. I don't surf. Do people fuck on surfboards? You it's, ever surf? It's a very sexual community because everyone is hot, hot and dumb. dumb. And Jonah Hill thinks he's hot. And No, is, he and, knows he's not hot. He knows. Here's the thing. He also, he's an overthinker, right? So he's like thinking like an ugly person. He's not thinking like a hot person. That's correct. So he's thinking like an ugly person. He's like spinning all these tales. But it's just like... Like if you caught her, if you got her when she was still like in her like, ho but she the only reason she's like trying to. Stay I see was a photo of her. It's not like amazing. Let me get a photo of her so I can really just. It's lay not down amazing. The law. I need to know what I'm ta even talking about it's here. I don't know amazing. what I'm talking about. She's pretty, but I don't go in for this oh natural look with the women. It's a new I, thing. I don't go in for this. I like a real gussied up Russian whore. I like a done up Russian whore. I do not like this. They wouldn't hire her. They kind of look like men a little, don't they? Doesn't she look a little bit well, like... Well, thick eyebrows. Who's that guy that's always on Rogan with the coffee? Oh, uh, What's his name? The guy who's always on Rogan? He's a surfer. Oh, Laird Hamilton. Yeah, she looks a little bit like Laird <laughs> Hamilton. You know, here's the deal. 
I'm not into this au naturel look with the with the but yeah, I I get it. You know I what I'm it. thinking? I bet you she's a great surfer and he was like, If into you want that. marriage and family, you can't use the twenty five card. Step up and cut blank. These people don't get your time or cut yeah. By these people, he meant any friend of mine that he hadn't personally approved of. I'm not for her releasing these text messages. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't I think he did that. anything that's so bad here. I think what it is is like he is like his boundaries are inappropriate because it's obviously her lifestyle. He's asking her to change her lifestyle, but it, that's also okay. Like if he's like, if I want to like actually marry you and stuff, I can't marry someone that's like still partying and shit or whatever. I don't know. You know, here's the way I feel about this. He's in the news entirely way too much. A lot. It, it's, 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 I'm a, why? Why? Why is it a news story? Well, you people was incredible, so that's why. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? <laughs> I don't. I was happy to see Sam J in a movie, I'll tell you that. I did not see that movie. I'm just saying I've, I've. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I wish him the best. I wish her well. I wish him well. I I, I don't know what's going on. This seems like, this seems bad. I remember, okay, so the, the thing this kind of reminds me of is with Chris Hardwick, when he got, like, his little hit piece written by his ex-girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend was saying things about him that were so, to me, sounded so not bad at all. Like, it was things like... You know, when we were out in public eating at a restaurant, he'd always tell me to, like, be quiet because people were listening. It's like, that's not silencing you. That's like he's a famous person. No, yeah, it's also like... It's like there's an etiquette. Some of these bitches are looking for a fucking moment in the spotlight. Right. Because they somebody was slightly mean to them. But it wasn't even mean. And it seemed like he would just... It just... Sometimes it's people just, like, trying to reason with the people. But I don't know. I don't think you should have... It's like... I mean, you can post whatever you want. Obviously, if you send someone something, you know that there's like a chance they're going to screen grab it and post it. So this is just like you can post the world we're in, but want. it's just sort of like I don't know. She's Listen, 25. I'm sure when she's 30, she'll probably go. Oh, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, she'll probably be like, you know, he was he cared. I think she met a famous guy and she wanted to keep a famous guy, but she was still having fun, and she's trying to do both. She was trying to like keep her regular life and her. Maybe I should get the mafia guy on Rogan. <laughs> he deserves I'm, it. I'm thinking about it. It's not the worst idea. What if it was me, him, and Jonah Hill? <laughs> I think it's a great idea. And there's a shark, and he eats one of you. Why hasn't Jonah Hill been on Rogan? He lost weight. Rogan respects that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's why he gets on? Yeah. I mean, of course that's why he gets on. But that seems to make sense. That is... Well, if he was doing jujitsu, maybe. I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I just don't tell. people. Do you think Joe surfs? No, he doesn't. He doesn't like water, really. I would love to. He's see not a Joe water sports surfboard. person. I don't think he does. Go, like he, of course, he can swim, dummy. Oh my god, that's crazy. You think that the would King be can't hilarious swim? if he was like, I can't swim? No, of course he can swim. I just <laughs> have never heard him bring. I'm sure he goes in the water with the kids or whatever. But he like, must have tried surfing at some point, living in how he lived in California for so maybe, long. maybe. But it's not as, like, brute of a sport. Yeah, it's not, like, his main thing. He's too smart. Yeah, God. Surfing's not for bright people. Because you get, like, a sunburn on your brain. Surfing is really not for... There's, like, sports for people that are, have a little bit of intelligence. I, I, I don't believe surfing is one of them. But you're right about, like, starting surfing later in life. It's like... 
No, it's fine as a goof. It's fine, but not to take, not to be, not to be the you don't give the, a about that guy, the surf community. Yeah. Not to be like that guy. I think it you is something people get obsessed surf with. Community. People get obsessed with it though. They find it's their disgusting when I people know. start getting in. Did you watch the thing like Stutz with his therapist? The documentary. It was like Jonah Hill and his therap like interviewing his therapist. I saw a little bit of it, and he was like, "Jonah, tell me what you're grateful for." And he was like, "Surfing." The ocean. It's like you just started doing this. I have a big problem with narcissism that doesn't entertain me. Yes. I have a, and I've always not, that's why I, I, Donnie, Donnie T, his narcissism is very entertaining. Yeah. If narcissism isn't entertaining, it's grating and it's like kind of foolish. Yeah. And I don't like that. So what I found when he's interviewing his therapist to me, I'm like, why are we watching this? Yes. Like, to me, it's like when these comics do these things where they're like, I'm being very deep, and I'm having all these breakthroughs. It just seems like you're holding the audience hostage, <laughs> and it feels like you don't have respect for their time. You mean like on when they do stand-up like that? Yeah, when people I know, like, there's been a lot of that, but I think it's like the pandemic, and people really are going through shit, so it's like... I'm but not I know saying, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm not saying people aren't going through shit. I'm saying like... Make it funny. It's not every comic who does this. Some of them do it well. But a lot of comedians out there, it's, it, you know, nothing's, you know, they're just like, stopping this is my therapy. Yeah. So it's not your therapy session. And they will actually say that. They will actually say this is how I process. Yes. <laughs> but it, it's okay if it's funny. Just be funny. Everything, you can say it, anything. It's okay if it's yep. entertaining. Otherwise, there's a room full of people going, oh, if, so if I don't enjoy this, am I a bad person? If I don't, so if I don't watch Jonah Hill interviews therapist, am I bad? Does it mean I don't care about him? With the therapy. And his journey away from Doritos? It is very weird. It is, It was weird to just watch, like, why would it be you about your therapy? Like, the guy, the therapist already has a book. I've read the book. Can you play the trailer of this? Find the trailer of this. The therapist has a book called The Tools, I think. Yeah. You can well, find every, this book. Yeah, of course This is does. not a guy by that way, hasn't been popped. By the way. Of course he does. And but you know who wrote <laughs> Hank Azaria was helped him write it or I don't okay. know something like that. So I think it's like he it's like these actors that have this profound breakthrough with him and then they want to like share him with people. But it's like Jonah, he already had a book. Well, yeah, I guess he helped them. Yeah, and I'm and I'm grateful that that people are helping. I'm people. grateful he got Jonah to a place where he can tell me how much he loves surfing. If I hear one more time, okay, is this the trailer? Yeah, great. Let's hear this. What's up, Stats? Hi, Jonah. Okay, entertain me. <laughs> Imagine I'm just going to start by acknowledging how odd this endeavor is. A patient making a movie about his therapist. But my life has gotten immeasurably better as a result of working with you. If it worked for me, maybe it will work for other people. The average shrink will say, don't intrude on the patient's process. They will come up with the answers when they're ready. That's not acceptable. They just listen. And your friends, who are idiots, give you advice. And you want your friends just to listen. <laughs> and you want your therapist to give you advice. You don't have to solve all their problems, but you have to give somebody the feeling that they can change right now. What's wrong, Jonah? How can I make a movie where I'm talking about people being vulnerable and working on their problems and not be vulnerable myself? You can't move forward without being vulnerable. Vulnerability connects you to the rest of the world. You're giving out the signal to the world, I need you because I can't do this by myself. 
I was this wildly insecure kid. The work has been accepting and feeling that it's great to be this person. You are still in the struggle and in the yeah, fight. How, of by being the way, how great it would like be. Everybody else. <laughs> how great would it be if, like, the therapist was like, yeah, I, I told it, get that bitch out of the ocean. <laughs> like, that was his contribution. But that's what I kept yeah, thinking. I told her, stop wearing, I told him, stop letting her wear a bathing suit in public. I kept thinking because the timeline <laughs> yeah. of it, he was making yeah. this. So the, this therapist was like, you need to set your boundaries. Donna, you got a Tell bitch her, out cover there. your ass cheeks. You got a bitch out there with her tits out on the beach, man. You got to fucking, you got, you're the king of your castle, man. If you want to marry this celebrity, you need to pack those You got to keep that bitch up. in line. Jonah's like, my life got immeasurably better. He told me I had to keep this bitch in line. <laughs> she was walking around with her tits out. What the fuck's wrong with her? <laughs> she had friends that I didn't personally approve of. He, like, draws cartoons in it for him. Yeah. Like, he just draws, like, stick figures of him, like, pointing you gotta at the You gotta be vulnerable, man. It's the key to unlock the secret power that tells your bitch who she could talk to. This, all of this self-help stuff, though, it's like, it's, I'm, I'm torn because it, it is like maybe someone did watch that and they were like, oh, this I heard this piece of therapy from this guy in this long ass documentary. I heard one line or whatever, but it is like it's like there's a book. <laughs> they could have just read the book. This is like Jonah Hill, like you didn't see it. So like Jonah Hill at one point, he's like, I can't. How can I put this out there without being more vulnerable? He's like, I got to show them. And it's like then they show that the guy's been on a green screen and that Jonah Hill's been just like pacing back and forth, like not knowing like how to finish it, and he, like, pulls off this wig. Like, he's been wearing, like, a wig to make it look like it was, like, the six months ago when he started it. And you're just like, what is this? What is going on? I mean, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. I like therapy shit, but Here's it was Here's the thing just with like- actors, and I might take some heat. Everything an actor says is suspect from the jump. <laughs> Immediate. No, I'm telling you. Immediately. Everything an actor says is suspect from the jump. I don't trust... Their job Meghan Markle is was not. an actress. I don't trust anything. I have spent time with actors in LA. I have friends that are actors. They listen to this show. I view everything they say as a role they are playing. And if if the next day they reverse everything or it, it it's not real or I none of it would shock me. Because truly. Everything they say, I regard with complete and utter skepticism. They're trying to lo- be liars, like in a way, you know, like they're trying to learn how to like be say lines. Yeah. They well, to, to be, be like very a- good at their job, it's it you you kind of can't know yourself. That's why they all have these breakthroughs, like later on in life, because like they never were themselves. Yeah. They played like all these different roles, but they never were them. So, like you know. Yeah, I feel like a and lot of, yeah. I'm happy for them, but like, uh, you know, what, you know, they got rewarded early on for, for not, not being themselves. Being themselves. And for being able to so, like, trick everyone into thinking that there's something else. Yeah, and it doesn't end when they go on, like, a talk show or anything. It's not like then they, like, let it all hang yeah. out. No, they're, they're a managed version of themselves everywhere they go. Jennifer Lawrence is like fake tripping over everything. Everywhere <laughs> they go, they are a version of themselves that they've decided to. Now you could say, "Well, everyone's like that." Not really. I know. I wish I was more like that. I again. wish I could do that. that I had my backyard better. was full with a bunch of people. Then none of them were like that. <laughs> no, no, they weren't choosing the person to be. They were. 
I will say that they were the, that person is who they were. It's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of who they were in twelfth grade. Yeah. It's the same type of. My friend brought up a good story when me and him drove around getting high, listening to Ann Coulter's audiobook Treason. Are you serious? And he goes, "We had to be the only two people doing that." He had I had the audiobook Treason, and we used to drive around in his Camry getting high, and like you would just turn it up, and she'd be like, "Liberals have a preternatural gift towards treason. <laughs> you could be playing Scrabble, and they'd instantly leap to the anti-American position, and we would just like high." <laughs> TimDillaComedy.com. We are in Vegas at the Win. We are in uh, Northampton Beach. We've got a few hundred tickets left there. We've done really well. Let's blow that out. The Win has some tickets left as well. We're there. Uh, we're Denver Comedy Works, one of my favorite clubs, working on some stuff. And then we are announcing a tour where we're going to be all over the place in uh, the fall. We're really excited about that. TimDillaComedy.com, where you can get all of your tickets to these live events. You can pre-order the book. Uh, Death by Boomers, a book about my family. Um, Tim J. Dillon on Twitter, Instagram. Hopefully I'll have a blue check fucking soon. Back on YouTube next week. Annie Letterman. I'm laying, I'm lounging. This was a very relaxing experience. It should be. I haven't had a vacation. This was a vacation. Tim just showed me the world. Thank you. My vacation daddy. I got you a burger. I don't know if I showed you He bought me a burger. He got me an ice cream with the burger and fries. I was treated like a like a like a dairy queen, let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> she had like a real chubbo out of here and it was great. <laughs> Tim always fattens me up. But anyway, you can see me. I'm doing a birthday show on July twentieth in Vegas at the um uh Wise Guys. I'm just doing one show there. And then you can find me. I'm gonna be in Montreal, South Carolina, Philly, um, San Francisco, a bunch of places. Just go to annieletterman.com slash shows. And you can see me on Annie Wood. It's on YouTube, and you can listen to it. It's on every uh, thing. And then also I have Trash Tuesday. Which is my favorite podcast, the Trash Tuesday podcast. (laughs) It is. Am I not allowed to have a favorite podcast? It's Tim's favorite podcast. Can I not have a favorite podcast? I love when a couple of ladies. There's three of us. Three ladies. What do we do? Tell us what it is. Chop it up. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. Well, we love you, Tim. I know. I can only speak for myself. I have asked to do it every week. (laughs) There's nothing I want to do more than that show. He will be on Annie Wood, though. I'll make him. Anyway, thanks, Timmy. Love you. Good night, everybody. Goodbye.